In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Betches Media presents... Diet Starts Tomorrow with host Sammy Sage I'm having a relationship with my pizza and Aileen Drexler I'm gonna make you girls a hump day treat in a world where wellness looks perfect on Instagram just doing my workout Tuesday's arms and back but feels anything but in real life is butter a carb? yes this is the podcast exploring the emotional side of well-being I would be proud to partake of your pecan pie from people who understand the struggle I'm on the third day of my cleanse diet Hello and welcome to Diet Stars Tomorrow. I'm Aileen. I'm Sammy. And today we are very excited because someone who we've brought up on this podcast like casually like every three episodes, right? Would you say, Sammy? Yeah, and also on like the At Betches podcast, it's hard to keep track of where we talk about her. Sometimes we don't name her. Sometimes just a friend. But everyone, we are joined by our BFF, Alexa Lanzahati. Now, Lanzalotti, she, Alexa and I have known each other since the fifth grade. As, and she's also a huge fan of DST. So welcome, Alexa. Thank you, guys. I'm so excited. This is like a dream come true. It's really exciting for us because like we get to have the conversation with you live rather than like sometimes you'll just text us like a response to a comment and I'm like, what is she talking about? Yeah, I have to I have to give you guys the background. I'm like, oh, so this podcast, this comment, um yeah. particularly Aileen, because she forgets more. I just can't remember shit. Um I'm but- using usually using context clues. Like, oh, she must be talking about the yeah because we'll record pr- like a while before it happens and then you'll just you'll make a joke and i'm like what the fuck is she talking about and i have to like remember but we're really excited to have you sammy what are we talking about today so well okay first before we give it like the topic a name why don't you introduce yourself like as a person out of the context of, of us you know yeah who are you who am i outside of you I, i'm, I'm no one <laughs> i'm no one at all <laughs> um so i'm alexa i'm a person um i've been friends with sammy and eileen for a very long time uh we hail from roslyn um and i don't know i'm i have where do you live i live in where- manhattan i you know, have a career. I, I <laughs> that's, uh, but that's, you don't want anyone stalking you on LinkedIn. I mean, I guess if you want to, it's like not that exciting, but sure. You could, you could go for it. It's probably pretty easy to find me. I don't really have a common name. Go for it. Maybe like, although no, yes, you do. Because I like, we've had someone like apply to work here. I mean, unless it was you, like <laughs> with your name, remember I would like send you like, is this you? And it was like someone exactly the same name. Maybe it was like Alexa Lanzlani. Maybe, <laughs> maybe they, they like, knew that maybe they just wanted to like prank us. 
Like they saw her in our stories or something. What if this is just a really long prank and it's all me? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that is what we did when we were kids. Yeah, no, it wasn't wasn't me. I did not apply. (laughs) But yeah, I guess if you want to go stalk me on LinkedIn, you want to like write me a recommendation, like check off. (laughs) Yeah, endorse me for, you know, all my skills. Go for it. Well, so, okay. We're happy to have you. You've made some life changes recently and we want to, so we're all like, we're, how old are we? 32? All of us? Yes. And, yes. and Jordana. Jordana were, if Jordana were here, she'd be not, like, uh, not me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I still have a couple months left. We've actually gotten into a full art, a heated argument. Sammy, we were there yeah. with Jordana when I was like, all right, like, you're the same age. She's like, no, I am not. It's kind <laughs> of like, an ongoing joke, like, but Jordana's going to be 32 in like yeah. a month and like five days. So like she soon enough. Right. She's also listening to this <laughs> soon enough. We, <laughs> we've made some life ch- changes. We, as in you have particularly more recently made some li- life ch- changes. And we today wanted to talk about like, why now? What inspired you to make some of those changes? What are those changes, et cetera, et cetera? Okay, so Alexa, question for you. What, yeah, like how did that start for you? Like how did you decide to make, decide to make a shift and tell everyone also like what are the shifts? Yeah, so I guess the the two main shifts we're talking about here are um, I started seeing a therapist and then I've also been reevaluating my relationship with alcohol. So they kind of tie into each other. Um, and the reason why I started seeing a therapist is over like many years, I would kind of make jokes like, oh, I should really see a therapist because it's just like, you know, general past traumas in my teens and 20s, maybe some like um surprise deaths and, you know, dealing with grief and things like that. So there were times where I would be, you know, drinking a lot and I would get really emotional and maybe like ruin a night out, maybe like get into a fight with someone or just like be the girl who had to be constantly consoled. So a lot of like my emotion was coming out when I was drinking versus when I'm, when I was sober and I was just like kind of not dealing with any of the emotion. Um, But the particular event that led me to find a therapist was I got into a disagreement with my boss, which uh, happened a lot. And I just found myself in like a rage over like something. I don't even remember what it was. It was so stupid. Um, But I would always be so angry. And I was like, why am I always just like immediately going into a rage? Like I need to figure out why everything is affecting me so much. So like I got off this meeting with my boss, slammed my computer, (laughs) immediately texted (laughs) Sammy Um, because I think she had said on the podcast that she liked her therapist or maybe she told me in person since we're friends. Uh, but I immediately texted Sammy. I was like, can I go to your therapist? Like, do you like her? Like, can I have her number, et cetera. And, you know, fast forward, started seeing her therapist. (laughs) So we, we see the same person. Um, and through my conversations with her, alcohol kind of came up as like maybe something that I should be thinking about cutting out or trying to moderate. Um, and it wasn't the main thing though. That's just like kind of a side thing we deal with, but what really led me to kind of take this step to say like, okay, alcohol is not serving you in the way that it maybe serves other people. And like, it's not healthy for you. That really came from 
reading Holly Whitaker's book, um, Quit Like a Woman, which I read. Who we had on. Yes, you had her on the you had her on the show. Um, I read it back in like March. Um, so before you guys had her on the show and, um, just like her explanation of like what alcohol does to your body, um, like it's a poison and, um, kind of how it ties into, you know, capitalism and compared it a lot to like the tobacco industry. There were just a lot of interesting pieces of information that I learned from that book that kind of pushed me to be like, okay, this is something you can definitely do. Like you can, you can try this 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 is something you can um excel at let's say (laughs) figure out like why it is that you feel so uncomfortable when you're not drinking especially in like a social situation like what would it be like to be in a social situation and not be constantly thinking about alcohol or not want that next drink or not want to escalate the party even further than that and stay out all night. Um, and yeah, so those are kind of the changes that I'm, I'm going through. Um, and I'll just add that throughout COVID I was, I don't think I was necessarily drinking more alcohol. I was just drinking it like more frequently. Like I was having maybe a drink or two every day as kind of like the time of the day that separated from like work, work and free time. Um, and I just kind of felt like, okay, maybe I, I should stop doing that since like things were kind of opening back up again and um, things, I mean, we're getting kind of back to normal and we'll see what happens. Uh, but yeah. yeah, I just was like, yeah, I probably just shouldn't be drinking every day and I need to address that. And also my past relationship with alcohol when, you know, pre COVID times where it would just be kind of this like, party, party, party every time you went out. Um, and there, there was never, um, a thought in my head where it was like, Oh, you should probably stop drinking now. Like, you know, it's 2am, it's 3am. You should probably stop drinking now. (laughs) I mean, you and I would always be the ones like, Oh yeah, we can miss the 315 train back in the day. Yeah. So funny, funny story. (laughs) I used to tell Aileen that we already missed the train. (laughs) Um, I'd be like, oh, it's past, like, what was what was the earlier train? It was like 119. 119. I'd be, I'd be like, oh, we're not going to make it. Like, we missed it already. Like, let's just stay out till 319. And she'd be like, okay. And so then <laughs> she would stay out with me. And then she would hand me, like, a fucking vodka shot. And, and I'd be like, okay. Remember there was that, like, brief amount of time? Like, I think well, we just had, you just had straight, straight vodka. vodka. I yeah. can't remember what, what, what summer after college it was. Vodka on the rocks. That yeah. summer was a vodka on the rocks summer and for some yeah, reason yeah. I thought that that was like getting me less cool. drunk I don't I don't know why I thought that maybe saving <laughs> calories that was like I don't probably, know that's I don't, why I would do it I don't know if it was about saving calories I think it was like it was okay like honestly I don't know <laughs> it was like adult when I when I saw you ordering it and I was like fucking <laughs> nuts but like I would drink it anyway because I at that point I would it all tasted the same but I was just like is this like an adult cool adult thing we're doing now like at 24 or something like like you took the soda out of the vodka soda yeah well i think it just like came it went down faster but not without taking a shot i could literally throw up thinking about it oh my god i have this thing about like i want a drink in my hand but then once i have the drink in my hand i don't want the drink in my hand anymore so i would finish the drink but then i would be like but i want a drink in my hand so i was just like plowing through drinks at the bar (laughs)
Warmer weather is finally back. After so many cold months, it's nice to get outside and soak up the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring spring flowers and sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I suffer from seasonal allergies. I just had them hit the other day. I couldn't breathe through my nose at all. And I popped a Claritin and it was like night and day. I'm a huge fan of Claritin. I use it on the regular and it always helps when we're making that transition from winter to spring, which is when my allergies flare up. Mainly it's my sinuses that get so clogged and the Claritin just clears it right up. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients and just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy throat and nose, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live your life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Knowing you, I know you can get like angry or like see red, like, do you, but you could be sober when that happens. Like how do, how do you, how does, how do the two relate? Yeah. So you're absolutely right. I can totally be sober when that happens, um, which is why I'm not calling you out. I just mean that you're, you decided that you said that that happened. I mean, you weren't drunk at work. Right. So when, when you were mad at your boss, right, exactly. Yeah. So that's why like my kind of therapy journey is not only about like substance Mm -hmm. abuse things. Um, it's also just about like kind of being able to connect with my feelings more. Um, and identify them even like when they're happening. Um, I feel like I'm a person that typically kind of operates on like, I'm fine. Like everything's fine. Yeah. Let's not get, let's not kind of, what's the word? Like, let's just not feel anything, accept anything. Let's just move through life. And like, you're fine. Don't elevate your emotion in any either direction because the emotion is probably just going to be anger. Um, and still working on that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that was kind of the, the main reason why I um, started going to therapy was like everything just kind of went to rage. And the main thing in working with um, my therapist, who is also Sammy's therapist, and she can definitely attest to this, is it's, it, the question is always like, well, what's behind the rage? Like, you're angry right now why are you angry? And it's like, well, I'm frustrated. Okay. Why are you frustrated? Like what's behind the frustration? And it's like, oh, I feel rejected or I'm sad about whatever, or this, I think this person thinks I'm stupid and that makes me feel bad. So there are like a lot of reasons behind the anger, which is just like the first thing that I go to. So like identifying your actual feelings is a way to learn about how to deal with them without resorting to anger. Yeah. Cause for me, it was always just like, if, um, you know, I'm talking to my boss, let's say, and he says something <laughs> boss is a big trigger and he, yeah, <laughs> and he says something and I just like, think that's stupid. Um, so I'm not going to, well, I mean, I'm, sometimes I might've said like, 
that's stupid. Um, but <laughs> in my head, I'm thinking like, I'm getting angry because like this person is just trying to like give me feedback. Why are you feedback. so stupid? Yeah. Like this person's just trying to give me feedback or um, give me like an alternative way to think about something. And I'm like, no. And then the rest of the day I'm angry about it. And it's like, well, why am I angry? Okay. I perceive that this person is saying that like my idea isn't good enough or the way that I'm doing something isn't good enough. So that I guess makes me angry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know if it's supposed to, but um, I think probably working through that is like, don't, I shouldn't be getting angry if my boss is just trying to like be my boss, you know? Right. There's definitely an issue with like authority. Authority. Oh, good. (laughs) Thanks. So yeah, there's just like, I mean, there's so many different topics that um, I, I, I talk about in therapy, like on a weekly basis, we jump around a lot because, you know, anything that just happens in, in life and particularly, particularly for me, like the smallest thing can set me off. Like, you know, going to a store and like the checkout person is slow or something like that. Like that could ruin my whole week. Yeah. <laughs> New York rings. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, it's kind of just like, trying to think more about even other people like having compassion for for the cashier maybe the cashier is having a really shitty day and like right. maybe they're short-staffed like yeah i mean i haven't been to a store in like a very long time but um this is just an example <laughs> of like not internalizing like literally every moment that's happening and going to like well why is this person so stupid or why are they moving so slow or whatever yeah i can definitely <laughs> definitely understand that dynamic and i think aileen can probably attest to the the fact that i react that way at work sometimes as well yeah, um, i mean sammy like why would i watch water for, ele- for elephants <laughs> it's exactly the same thing it's, i mean this is like such a it was a boring movie let's admit it okay uh, okay i want to ask you about something you said before which is um like about the drinking, like feeling like you always need a drink in your hand and like that you didn't want to like socialize without drinking. Like how was sort of like the beginning of stopping drinking? Like what, like how did you get over the like first initial, like, Oh my God, this is so uncomfortable Mm -hmm. feeling Yeah, to just be like, okay, now I can just kind of enjoy not drinking. I mean, it's still really difficult and um, sometimes it's more challenging just depending on the people that I'm around. If I'm with, you know, a group of people that's, we're on a bachelorette party and we're like trying to party or something. It's a lot harder than if I'm just, you know, at like a Sunday bridal uh, engagement party or something and everyone's kind of just hanging out. Um, it's also different if I'm around like pregnant people, like if Aileen is there and I can just kind of like welcome. tag along <laughs> with Aileen, like that's good. Um, but it's originally it, it was, almost unbearable. Like I remember my first thing that I went to, um, it was Easter with my family, <laughs> but you wouldn't oh, think, yeah, I remember that. you wouldn't think it would be like some major party, but when I hang out with my cousins, there's usually like a fair amount of drinking, regardless of what the event is. We kind of just, you know, go to someone's house you and we're, turn up. yeah, we're just like, we're, we're hanging out or having a bunch of wine or maybe like a cocktail. And that day was kind of like my first day where I was going to be out with other people and not 
accepting a drink when someone was like, oh, do you want, you know, a glass of wine or do you want a cocktail or this or that? And I think I was really unprepared to be able to deal with that um, because I was kind of like, uh, no, I don't want to drink. But then I wasn't prepared if someone was like, oh, like why? Or I noticed you weren't drinking today or something like that. Like, I didn't really know how to explain it at that point. At that point, I just kind of was like, I don't want to drink right now. Like on this day, I don't want to drink. So I don't know. I'm like still kind of working through it. It, It's, it's really hard because you still want to drink. Like you, you want to feel, you want to feel the way that you think you felt when you were in social situations drunk, which is like carefree and like you're having a good time. You're not thinking about maybe what other people are. Yeah. What other people are thinking about you. Um, Whereas like, I don't even know if that's a real thing. Like, I don't even know if that's what was happening when I was drinking. I can't really like accurately compare apples to apples, like how I felt drinking versus how I feel in a social situation, not drinking. I can only kind of, recognize how I feel in a social situation, not drinking. And honestly, it really just depends on who I'm around and and what the environment is that we're in. If it's like a more chill thing, it's it's kind of fine. If it's like a turn up thing, it's hard and I, I want to leave usually. This episode is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always find the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for this season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. And you always have the option to buy what you love. I love Newly. I've rented so many cute things from there, and I've even made a few purchases from there. And they're always spot on. They have so many brands that I honestly could never afford in real life. So it's great to be able to rent them. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DST20. Just go to Newly, that's N U U L Y.com, and enter the code DST20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com, newly with two U's, with code DST20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches, and honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. 
Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way, because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash betches. Not to be a mini therapist, <laughs> but I feel like the two are connected because you were saying before when you don't, when you like don't want to figure out what you're feeling or any emotions. So you just feel rage. The same goes for like partying like crazy. Like you just want to escalate it. So you don't have to like deal with any feelings. Like that's those it's, it's one and the same to me. You're just do, using two different mechanisms to cope with it. Right. And like one is definitely more fun. Yeah. So, so yes, except for that there were some times where the emotion would come out. Like it would be, it would be that I got right. so drunk that I couldn't possibly hold in any more of the emotion. And it felt more comfortable for me, even with best friends to share like, you know, my deepest, darkest like emotions at the moment than it would for me to just like call you up and be like, Hey, I'm feeling like really sad today for X, Y, Z reason. Like just want to tell somebody. True. And I would kind of like wait until that all built up and then we would go out and then typically a insane night would ensue. And that would happen maybe every couple of months for probably like five years. (laughs) We had some crazy times. Also, when we were younger, like we would have fights. <laughs> yeah, but things are things are less physical these yeah. days. They're definitely less physical. <laughs> Do you feel like you were able after like stopping drinking, like you were able to figure out like what the feelings that you were drinking to get away from, like the social anxieties? Like, did you like did you do you have a sense of what those things were? So. Yes and no. Um, I think there's probably more that I can figure out just because we're not really back in the swing of like completely normal life. I think that I feel more pressure to want to drink when I'm in a situation where there are like strangers. If I'm around people I know or even people I've met I'm kind of just like, oh no, like I'm not drinking or like, oh, I might have a drink later. And I mean, most of you guys know that I'm not drinking anyway. So it's like, you don't really care anymore. But like, let's say, I mean, this happened in Tahoe. We were, um, no, we were at a bar or restaurant, whatever in Tahoe. And like, there was a guy at the bar and uh, one of our friends was like, oh, go talk to this guy. Like he's single, whatever. And I was just like, oh my God, like I'm sober. That like is giving me a heart attack right now that I would need to go up to this strange person who, yeah, sure. Whatever. He might be our age. He's attractive. He's single, but like now I have to go talk to him sober. I mean, by the way, I'm single. So hit me up. (laughs) But um, (laughs) a lot of women, you have any male friends, Uh, but yeah. So in that situation where I'm like just talking to a person I've never met before, a stranger, and even worse, like I have to go, flirt and like 
try to be cute. <laughs> and everyone's looking. Yeah. And, and every, and every, right, right. They're, they're all there. Everyone there is engaged or married. So I'm kind of like the, the lone single one out and everyone's like, Oh, like, let's, you know, let's get Alexa a guy. And it was just like a lot of pressure for me, especially not drinking. Like if I had been drunk, no problem. Like go talk to someone, say whatever. I don't even care. I wouldn't even remember. But um, in that particular scenario, it was like, oh my God, that this is, I don't want to go over there. I don't want to talk to this person. I don't want anyone to look at me. What am I even going to say? Like, and then what if I run out of questions and it's going to be really quiet and he's going to be like, this girl is so weird. Like, why am I talking to her? And if he was with his dad, he was probably be like, I'd rather talk to my dad than this chick. So yeah, that was stressful. You don't know what's going on like, in their did relationship. Do did you do it? Um, yeah, I did. I, I spoke to him for like, I don't know, 30 seconds maybe, but. So it didn't get awkward. It didn't really get awkward, but it was mostly because like, our friends were around and they were kind of like jumping in to keep it going. I don't know. To, to bu- make a buffer. Yeah. I did. We, we did exchange numbers. We did text a little bit. We did not see each other again. It, it amounted to nothing. Okay. Except for a lot of stress for me. <laughs> <laughs> and you experienced, you like did the 30 seconds. Like you did that. Okay. So you like broke the seal of like a very uncomfortable situation that, sucked yes (laughs) which is happening a lot lately and you did it yeah i do have to say though like i've been already like i've been in social situations with you and maybe because i like you said i'm also not drinking but it's very impressive how you handle them like you just kind of say no i'm just not drinking and it's like you don't really make it a even though in your head it's probably like there's a lot of anxiety and stress but from an outsider's perspective you you handle it really well from what, again, from what it seems like. Thanks. So I'm, I'm always very impressed by it. Yeah. And I, and like, I, I think yeah. it's like, so I don't want to make it a thing because I also don't want to put this pressure on myself where I'm like, you are sober. And, and then it's like, well, and mm. also in, in Holly's book, she kind of talks about how like, you know, a slip up is not the end of the world. Like you can start over, but I also want to be clear, like, I'm not sober, like all the time. Well, I guess I technically am. You're, you didn't go cold turkey. I'm, I'm, I'm sober in the sense that I'm like not getting drunk. Um, and I don't really drink. However, like I will go to a nice restaurant with friends and I will have a cocktail at dinner, um, maybe like once a month. So it's kind of working on like extreme moderation and figuring out for me, like, when it's a time that I want to be able to just like sit and enjoy a moment and have a drink with friends versus like, Oh, I'm going to some bar and I'm going to drink 10 disgusting vodka sodas that like, I just, (laughs) um, I'm just being more selective with like when I'm drinking and I'm definitely trying to not get drunk. Um, so I don't want to I mean, make it sound like I'm, I'm sober just because like, that's not a title I can claim because I do occasionally drink alcohol. So, so it's like mindful sobriety. I guess so. Cause like you are staying sober, like in, in the sense that you are like not being drunk. Right. Right. Yes. I mean, that's, yeah. I, 
I either way, regardless of like what anyone wants to call it, like I don't think it really matters because it's like more about like the changes that you've made and like how that changes you. And like I agree with Aileen, even though I'm not sober to observe that you do really like do a good job of not making a thing about it. And like I never even like really think about it like in Tahoe, like it wasn't even a thing. Like it just didn't really matter. So yeah, I, I don't mean that like you, the, the, you need to not make a thing of it. That's not what I yeah. meant either. Like you deal with it, how you deal with it. I'm just like impressed by like how you handle it because to, if I were in your shoes, I would literally be like, <laughs> like fucking like panicking. Like I would be, and I would be, wouldn't be able to hide it because I would be like so nervous about what other people think of me. So I'm just saying that I'm impressed by like how you're, you don't kind of like, show that you care what other people think is what I mean. But well, I am really proud of you. <laughs> Thank you. I'm really, I'm really proud of you <laughs> knowing you forever. I'm very proud of you. You're doing, it, it doesn't matter. Like if it's so if there's the labels don't matter. Like it doesn't, it, it's you're figuring out what's good for you and it, what works. And I feel like making a big change in life, it doesn't matter when there's no such thing as too late, too early, whatever it, it suits you now. You made it going to see a therapist is a huge, huge shift. Like this scary to go like, just start to talk to someone. I remember you were like, what do I say? Yeah. No, I mean, I still, I'm kind of like that. Like I remember when I first started, I was Googling, like, what should I talk about in therapy? And like, should I like, is it weird if I'm not crying? Like I literally Google those things. (laughs) Um, (laughs) so uh, yeah, it's definitely it's taking huge. me a long time to even open up to my therapist because I'm a very like guarded person. Like we've talked with her about vulnerability. She had me, you know, watch Brene Brown and all that stuff. <laughs> so, um, yeah, even working with her for now, like almost six months, like recently we're like, it's been six yeah, months, it's almost been six months. Wow. So like, we're just kind of now getting to a point where I'm like really feeling comfortable with even sharing like everything before it would maybe be like, you know, a version of what I wanted to share. The truth. Um, And not even on purpose, just because you're, I'm used to sharing things in a way where it's like, well, I want to protect myself, but I want to give information but I don't want to give too much information where it's going to make someone like feel a certain, like, I don't want people to feel bad for me or I'm not even thinking about a specific scenario, but like, I don't want that attention on myself, but I do want people that are close to me to like, know if I'm feeling a certain way or what's going on, but it's hard to balance both when you're just a person that like puts walls up. Yeah. Yeah. I think like therapy takes longer than people think. Like they think they're starting and it's like going to like work in like a month. And it's actually really does take a long time because you, you have to like create the relationship with them first and then it like really starts to work. So yeah, I mean, even recently I had a conversation with, with her, my therapist, and she was like, you're not, you know, telling me everything. And I was like, well, you're a person. And she was like, you mean like, I'm going to judge you? And I was like, yeah, like you're a person too with opinions. So like, I'm telling you things, but I'm also thinking in the back of my head, like, you're not only a therapist, you're also like a person who 
on the side is going to think a certain way about something that I'm saying. And that scares me that like you even have an opinion. Um, what did she say? <laughs> uh, <laughs> she was, I mean, she started writing. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> she had the opinion no matter yeah, what. <laughs> she definitely started writing. Um, no, I mean, she was just kind of like, okay. I mean, it's true. I mean, she is a person. She is going to have an opinion, but that's she's not going to be like no. Right. Like that's kind of just something that, like, as a person who's going to therapy, you need to like get over and recognize that, like, it is their profession to like deal mm-hmm. with your issues and and hear them, and you shouldn't worry about like what they're thinking about, you know, on the side, like whether they would love to like see- you or whatever. I don't know. I was so curious what her notes say about Same. me. Now, <laughs> me too. Uh, yeah, I, I really yeah. want to know. That's that's all of us. <laughs> yeah, that makes all of us. That's true. Okay, so for the next activity, basically, all of you listeners sent in questions that we're going to ask Alexa about us, and she's going to then, I guess tell them so there are three categories the first is just like general general the second category is voice i don't know that she's gonna know like my weirdest sexual encounter but okay anyway (laughs) and the last thing is food and body um so yeah we're gonna do we're gonna do these all right we're gonna start with like an easy one did you know that we it was us behind betches love this at first when we kept it a secret then escalate to did you honestly think we would succeed when we started (laughs) okay so this is actually really funny because i remember being i think it was senior year of college and i was like on my bed and i saw someone had posted on facebook like betches love this it was like some one of your posts and i clicked on it i was reading it it was like sushi for girls had been a thing like right or what sushi yeah. with my friends whatever yeah sushi with my girls sushi with, yeah. my, girls. Sushi with my girls uh so i'm reading it and <laughs> i i don't remember exactly which blog post it was but i think i kept reading it and there was one that was like could not have been about anyone else but our friends <laughs> like it it was too weird so I think I had kept asking you guys, like, who, who are these Betches people? Like, what is, is this you guys? And you were like, no, what, who, like, I don't know who this is. Um, <laughs> and then that blog post came up and I read it and I was like, okay, no, this is you. And now I'm angry. Like you have to tell me now this is you. Um, and then you guys were like, yeah, like it's us, whatever. Um, yeah. I totally thought you guys were going to succeed. Um, I could not have ever imagined like all the different areas of like media and like all the the stuff that you'd be involved in just because like it didn't even exist. Um, but I definitely thought that it was going to be a success from the beginning for sure. I have a thank distinct you. memory. Yeah. yeah, thank you. I have a distinct memory of like being in senior of, I went to like the fucking gym that I paid for. And I went to like once 
islands a quarter yet. I was on the elliptical and I was like giggling while you were texting about the post. I know exactly which what reference you're talking about. And it was like a joke like Jordana's brother like yes. sort of made, right? It was something like that. And I was and I was texting Sammy or and Jordana on the side and we were like laughing because it was so we're like we have to tell them. We have to tell them because it was just like or, but then we would put in like inside jokes in there just to also sort of troll you guys yes I was I kept so, asking you I'm like do you guys know how this is like it's so weird they're saying like you know whatever and that's just weird and you'd be like nope what haven't seen it like <laughs> meanwhile there's like people are posting the like the shared article things on Facebook like I think it was maybe Diane posted or something and I was like uh how did what what is this like this is you guys yeah <laughs> What is this sorcery? Yeah. And then you told me. That's right. And I was like, aha, I knew it. What were we like in high school? That's a question. Nerds. <laughs> Nerds. <laughs> okay. Aileen was, yeah, just like boy crazy and like nerdy, but like cool, but nerdy. Sammy, like, so we weren't, we weren't as close. I feel like we, like we, maybe senior year we started hanging out just because like a big group of people would like go to the same parties yeah but in in high school literally like the only thing i knew about you was like you're really smart that you were applying to princeton and then i was shocked when you didn't get in <laughs> i thought it was like the it was the biggest scandal it was the biggest scandal at roslyn that you didn't get in. it was a scandal for me too. yeah so <laughs> that was pretty much all i knew but like definitely smart people okay let's let's go to relationships what are some of the most embarrassing things we've done to impress a guy what's embarrassing i mean you rode a lot of trains in high school (laughs) to go hang out with guys you you're making me sound like a floozy (laughs) no you're not a floozy you were just um you were you were I was the networker. I, I made friends on trains to bring, so I can like bring, bring home the, the men for you. You were invested too. in your relationships. You were like, yes, I will take a train to go see this boy. To me, meeting boys on trains is embarrassing. I was a social butterfly. And after that, we would always have, they would have friends. I would bring them back. I, not like from their homes. Like I wouldn't carry them. I would just like, we would make plans. <laughs> and Alexa, you dated one of them. Yeah, I definitely did. <laughs> Exactly. All right. So the next question is, how are each of our partners good for us? Okay. So Sammy, for you, Avi is, he's very rational. He's rational and calm. And he kind of like, he, he makes you more rational and more calm. I wouldn't say like fully <laughs> rational and fully calm, but he kind of like, he like stabilizes your um, impulsivity, and he he's also um, the one that's able to actually book the trips that you think of in your head. <laughs> Although he did mess up that one booking. Sorry, Avi, I'm calling you out. <laughs> yeah, he fucked up our ferries, but they're they're fixed. Okay. Now. they're fixed. And then um, yeah. for Eileen, like I just think Rusty makes you laugh so hard. Like he's just his general vibe the way he acts everything he does is kind of just like 
comical in the best way. And he's just like the most mm-hmm. fun, kind of like <clears throat> happy social person. Like when he comes into the room, he's just like, he kind of just like livens and loosens the, the vibe. I don't know. And like, <laughs> Even the other day you posted what, like a picture of him, or maybe you just sent it to me. Uh, he was uh, power washing. And I was just thinking like, he's <laughs> like probably like, to you. hey, bro, like, whoa, I got this power washer. Like, check it out, 10 speeds. Like, just <laughs> that's hilarious. He goes to me, he's like, Aileen, take me. That's exactly what he did. He's to take a video of me power right. washing. And I'm like, okay. So I took a video of him power washing and he's like talking to the cameras like, well, boys, this is how you power wash a dick. And then he like sends it to his friends. He was not doing it accurate, like correctly, but he, they were like, you should start a Betch's dad's home improvement, but poor, like not good home improvement. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think he just, just like, really he funny. just constantly kind of keeps it light and makes you laugh. Um, and He's also casually like kind of a serious, like, um, like steady guy who's like going to be a really good dad and like has, has his life together. So that's good for you. Well, he has no choice in the matter right now. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. Thanks. Appreciate it. Let's go to food. Who's more likely to share their food? Me or Sam? I feel like both of you are pretty likely to share your food, your food. Like I'm the one that would maybe be like, no, I'm ordering this. And these are mine. Like, especially when it like your own. Yeah. I do that to Avi. I'll be honest. Like Rusty does it to me yesterday. He took like a huge lick of my sprinkles off my cone. And I was just like, are you kidding me? You take this huge sprinkle lick. I do that to him. It's incredibly not. not yeah, I don't. I don't like very that. Bad if I'm sharing, it's like more of like an empty gesture. Like, oh, do you want some? I'm like expecting <laughs> you to say no, unless we've agreed beforehand. Like, oh, like we're gonna share the burger and we're gonna share a salad or yeah. something like that. No, I know that. Um, but no, I'm thinking like the first thing that popped into my mind was like when I'm ordering dumplings, like with a group of people. I'm like, no, these are not for sharing. Like the six are mine, and we'll get a second order, and <laughs> you can all share the others because I want all the dumplings. <laughs> I hear that's that exactly completely. rusty at, at his core he's like we're getting gyoza but are you getting your own <laughs> I'm like, but I only want one he's like mm. <laughs> we'll you have see. to get communal it's like you can get shumai <laughs> okay here's one what is your favorite place we ever went out to eat favorite place we ever went it can be separate or it can be the same with Sammy it's probably like Garwoods <laughs> <laughs> or um what's it called uh pastis Aileen, the most memorable one i have with you is like don't you remember when we like shared that like restaurant week and we had like that oh one my god we went to megu because it was like wait okay so i have two Aileen, i have two so we went to megu okay. because we saw it on like roni a hundred years ago um and we did the restaurant yeah. week menu and we ordered the the thing with the with the egg we ordered the yeah we ordered the one yeah. piece the quail yeah, egg. We ordered a piece of sushi with the quail egg, but we thought it was like a multiple sushi dish, like like maki <laughs> rolls. It was not. It was literally one piece, and we like shared the one piece because it was like a fifteen dollar <laughs> one piece of sushi with a quail egg. Um, yeah, and we, this is when we were like not. We, we weren't knowledgeable sushi eaters. I don't even. I don't and even we think. Went, and we were like so. I don't fancy. even think we were like twenty one. Like I don't think we could even drink. 
um, really young. Yeah. I remember we asked the waiter, like, oh, do like the real housewives come here a lot? Like, does Bethany come here? And he's like, mm, maybe, like, I don't care. Um, <laughs> and then another dinner that's really memorable is we were in Croatia and we were drinking that day and then oh, we like yes. went to dinner and I was like eating like pasta, like fra diavolo um, with my hands <laughs> and it was super salty. And then all of a sudden I looked at you and I was like, I'm going to faint. Like I had like heat stroke. And so you like yeah, yeah. picked me up and you like were like, I need ice. And like, we got a bag of ice <gasps> and I was like sweating profusely and I was like about to faint and we left the restaurant Okay, you're you're mixing two memories. You and I, one day when the other ones wanted a party, we were like, I can't do this again. And we went out to eat just yes. alone to a restaurant that they did. That, then we went yes. out later, all of us went and you passed out at the table and almost passed out. I was like, this is heat stroke. I've seen Rusty deal with this. And yes, like we, we had to get ice chips and a lot of water. Yeah, you were saved, you saved me. I remember sugar. like walking on the cobblestone and I, you were like holding me up. I was, yeah, I was definitely about to faint. And then we had to get, you gave me juice. ice. And then, um, that was a really good dinner though. It was delicious. Kit yes. Kats. Remember Kit Kats from the, from that, like, and then I sat on a, we I sat on stairs and I was like sweating so much. Like I've never sweat that much in my life. And then all of a sudden I just like opened my eyes and I was totally fine. And I was like, guys, like we're going out and you were all yeah. like, no, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> you were so pissed. Yeah. You weren't going out. I'm like, well, we're I, going home. I'm I got like hyped after that. Like I sweat <laughs> out, like I don't know, all the heat stroke. Uh-huh. And then I had like extreme energy and I was like, are we going out? And you guys were like, no, you're going to bed. Um, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, did, I did go to bed after <laughs> eating some chocolate, but that was memorable. Yeah. You were like, I don't want this chocolate. I'm like, yeah, eat it. <laughs> that was memorable. <laughs> that was crazy. I've seen, I, I was, Rusty and I made, we went to Belize, we made these friends and we were out to like dinner and this girl just like, I thought I was high or something because I watched this girl sort of like circle her head and just pass out at the table. And I have never seen Rusty run this fast. Like, I mean, he runs fast. Like, you know, he's like one of those sprinters on uh, football. He tells me all the time he was a great football player. Um, and he ran so fast to the convenience store to get M&Ms. I didn't even know he left <laughs> to bring this flash. girl. Like, <laughs> I'm not... I'm not exaggerating. It was that fast. He was back in like a, a flash and he's like, she's dehydrated and low blood sugar here. Eat these M&Ms, these cookies and water. And she was, she had no idea what happened. So I was like, I've seen this before. And so I, I like did the same thing. Isn't yeah. that crazy? Well, wow. And she was also fine. She was like, what just happened? Like, we're like, you just passed out. It's nuts. So if anybody's hearing this and this is, ha- is going to happen to you, that's yeah. sometimes you saved me. I almost passed out like in my lobster pasta. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Alexa, this has been so fun. I'm so happy you came on the show. So happy you guys invited me. It really was a dream come true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If anyone has any if anyone has any questions for Alexa, please add her on LinkedIn and <laughs> um, email us dstfbetches.com. If you have any more questions, you can DM us at Aileen, at Sammy. Alexa, I don't know if you're private with your Instagram, so I won't share it unless you tell me right now. It's my name. Okay. 
at Alexa Lands. And rate, review, subscribe, go listen to DST back for seconds. Alexa subscribes to DST back for seconds. Anytime she's like, oh, I bought this and did this. I was like, you are such a supportive friend. I love you. Most supportive friend. And we're always with you. Alexa, do you want to do it? Through thick and thin. Diet Starts Tomorrow is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Stacey Wong and Sean Kilby. Social media by Sydney Rafe. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And send us your emails to dst at betches.com. Betches.